Hi, this is The Rocker Recovery. This is Angie Meadows. And this is Will. And we're still in the Relationship Addiction book. We are in Lesson 12, The Recognition of a Player. True love is never dominance, control, or manipulation. Huh. True love is never dominance, control, or manipulation. But if you grew up in domestic violence, that's what you think love is. So one time, Will, I was working with a fella, and he said, uh, Miss Angie, I'm a player. <laughs> Don't let me play you. So I interviewed him for days, and he pretty much outlined what a player did. So I wrote this chapter from it. So do you attract players? Trauma bonding relationship addictions almost always attract players once you have met your player and had some fun now there is a bond it could be fear bond or maybe an enabling bond where you're intensely focused on rescuing this person yeah so if you're trauma bonded uh, you're vibrationally pulled to somebody in your past in this new person or there are wounds that they have that match your wounds they were abused as a child you were abused they had an alcoholic parent you have an alcoholic parent they have back injuries you have back injuries you know there's a trauma bond and every time you go around that cycle and and there's drama in your life you bond a little deeper um so you become intensely focused on rescuing this person and they may flip and become a different person and have different personalities and even become your abuser and yet what you're seeing in them is that part of the fantasy that we just talked about that part that fantasy person that you think that they are or that you made them into but that's not who they really are so let's look at these enabling bonds enabling bonds are steeped in Rescuing rescuing others from their problems, too much empathy, too much forgiveness, excessive excuse-making and controlling outcomes. Now, when reality begins to expose itself, you may have moved too fast and are now trapped and the confusion is strong. Reality is much different than the fairy tale romances this relationship may have promised at the beginning. The player is not a... Derogatory. Derogative term. A player is a person with dysfunctional relationship patterns because of their past unhealing wounds. Yeah, so I'm not calling a person a player and, you know, calling them a bad name. I'm just saying that these are behavioral patterns. This is the pattern of this person. It is a person without a good sense of their own identity. Mm -hmm. That's the main issue. They have difficulty self-regulating and consume or control others to regulate themselves. But this usually ends with more er, dysregulation. Yeah, dysfunction, dysregulation. And and you can tell, I can tell when I'm dysregulated because I literally drop into uh, emotions. Lots of intense, anxious, fearful, self-pity bitter dysregulated emotions and i really have to say now whoa when did that start how did i get there and a lot of times as children of complex ptsd we don't have the ability to ever resolve it we just basically have to detach from it and that'll be coming in a book in the future a whole book on how to heal from complex trauma any of us who are emotionally sick can be a be the player groomer or prey in different relationships or we may have all three types of these relationships in our lives at once you can't heal with with guilt shame and self-condemnation 
So go easy on the judgment of yourself and others. So what we want to do is not beat ourselves up. We realize, oh, I'm stuck again. How did I get here? Instead, what we want to do is say, okay, I'm back in that pattern, that toxic pattern. How did I get here? What did I do? What was I thinking? Why did I fall for this? What wound have I not healed? And we're going to talk about players, groomers, and prey. And this chapter is about the player. In the next chapters, we'll talk about what a groomer looks like and what the prey looks like. This information is basically to help understand patterns, not to label people. Similar patterns can be in bosses, co-workers, neighbors, siblings, parents, but are usually in romantic relationships. The closer the relationship, the more damage it can do. Some of us grew up with this and had no choice and never developed a sense of our own self and then learned their behaviors for survival. Now as adults, we can grow, heal, and mature into healthy individuals. Yeah, so I have to know where I'm going. I have to know what a healed individual looks like. But if I didn't have any good, healthy examples, I may not know. I may have to just start studying that. So let's look at the lesson on players, uh, dominance, and control. Number one, this is what they're going to look like after you've done the love bombing. You said your words are flipped and used against you. Okay, you said, you said. Now, and they'll take those words and they'll say you said something you didn't say. They'll flip your motive and tell you you meant that. And even though it was based upon conditions. Number two. You made me a promise. Future talk not based upon relationship growth or sobriety. Respect is demanded, not earned. Hmm. Number three. You become the object of focus. So when this happens, their every move is based upon what they think will make them your source in life. They may want you to be dependent upon them. You may be their new ego supply. Their attentiveness may feel magical, but is steeped in control. Number four. Independence is usurped. Usurped and Dominance begins. There is a discussion about how you need protection, how vulnerable you are and need to be more cautious. You start to question your safety and look over your shoulder. They are your protector. The whole world's unsafe without them. <laughs> so they're, they're literally cutting you off from the rest of the world. Calls increase, texts increase. They request your company daily. And this moved really fast before you figure out who they are. Number six. Aggression increases if they don't get their way. The things escalate and the other person's stability is based upon whether they can manipulate you to get what they want. Often requests turn into all or nothing demands in this relationship. They tend to push for more dominance and decision-making power in the relationship. Now, it doesn't start out like this well. It starts out very romantic, very sweet, very protective, a lot of attention. But this is all very much steeped in their game of being a player to dominate, control, uh, usurp you of your identity. Number seven. They feel like what belongs to you belongs to them. You owe it to them. There is a price for their generosity and affection. So a lot of times they're going to be very generous at the beginning. They're going to do a lot of acts of service. Um, But this is to get you hooked in. These players are charmers and actors and may truly love you when they are fully engaging you. This makes them very believable. But their love is sick love and is characterized by a maneuvering 
by a maneuvering to obtain dominance and control. Okay, so in this book, in Appendix A, it has an outline for what love is and what love isn't. And I think we already have a podcast on that also. So, And it's in our trauma book. So wounded people don't love themselves and are insecure and need to control others to feel secure. That's the root issue. If you let them control you, they feel loved on the one hand, but they lose respect for you and dominance and control even more. They may be a bully one day and a victim the next. This bully victim cycle is a manipulation game. This is after their initial fairy tale love bombing phase of the relationship. You may be so confused that you lose parts of yourself attempting to regain that original passion phase. Next, the definition of love is skewed. It could be intense devotion and then turn to intense jealousy. It could be a servant's heart one moment and then ownership and dominance the next. So there's so much flipping back and forth, Will, that it's very difficult to put your finger on what's wrong. Because as soon as you do, they kind of gaslight you and tell you, oh, no, you didn't see that. And they flip back into the sweet person that you fell in love with. (laughs) Keep going. Relationship addictions are characterized by confusion and anxiety. Okay, there's the key. If you're in a relationship and there's a lot of confusion, a lot of anxiety, you probably have are losing your identity. You're probably being controlled. Uh, this is developing too fast, so I want you to slow down, back up, ask for space. Toxic love may end in domestic violence. Domestic violence, raging, accusing, threatening, or bullying of any manner is relationship sabotaged to repeat a previous pattern in life. Maybe the pattern says, I am worthy, I am am unworthy unworthy. to be loved, or nothing ever works out for me. So I uh, have a parent like this, and no matter how much you love them, they would push you away, they would receive you for just a split second, give you validation for just a split second, and then they would have manipulation, dominance, control at the end of that, and the core was that they just didn't feel worthy to be loved and so no matter what you did they pushed you away this validates an abandonment wound Mm -hmm. and thickens the trauma bond as you feel responsible for maintaining their emotional stability and you may have been seven years old honey trying to prop up a parent and make them stable verbally complaining or raging may be a toxic form of self-regulation most emotions are exaggerated the good and the bad. Mm, mm-hmm. So when the good's exaggerated, it, you're all in, and it's like really fun. And then when the bad's exaggerated, you're like running for your life. <laughs> so if it's if a, you're with a, in a relationship that's flipping back and forth like that, you're not safe. True love is free to come and go. You are free to say yes or free to say no. You are free to grow and develop your own identity, and this will not threaten or emotionally health will not threaten an emotionally healthy person. Mm -hmm. The best relationships grow trust over time at a steady pace. They are free to share feelings and misunderstandings and be heard and validated. Disagreements are resolved quickly. Toxic relationships overshare too quickly and past vulnerabilities and insecurities are identified. This may be innocent, natural progression of a healthy relationship to develop connectedness, or this may be a gathering of information to mimic your needs and to move into a position of a confident and a trusted friend. Oversharing can be bullets to destroy you in a toxic breakup. So there are some people that are very empathetic and there are some people that just 
mimic your empathy until they get you in a position to dominate. So here's the exercise I want for you. It's a history evaluation, uh, learning how to spot a player. So let's look for these patterns in your life over the last 10 years. Their past irresponsibility is high. Excuse making and blaming others are second. Dominance and control in relationships are common. Volatile. Volatile breakups and domestic violence history. Relationships move too fast and are uncontrollable. Goal is to dominate thinking and and behaviors. They prey on the innocent or the easy. They mimic your behaviors by listening carefully to what you need physically and emotionally and provide it. Now, with these online dating apps and relationships that start where you're basically meeting a stranger that could have told you anything about themselves, you don't know what their past is like. And so I think it's extremely important that you go really slow. So keep going, Will. They learn your unmet needs and provide them. They learn your past wounds and exploit them. They make themselves indispensable they are performers at the beginning giving you a gratitude adoration adoration and compliments they obsess you obsess the relationship is intense oh yeah it's both ways you're doing the same thing they're doing just in the opposite so there's a little dance going on here if they're controlling um your um a people pleaser if they're avoidant you're a victim i mean there's this little dance of these insecure attachments going on because this is not a healthy relationship if they can't have you they don't want anybody else to have you either intense possessiveness isn't love it is possessiveness amen they may try to invoke sympathy by describing their victimization in other relationships this behavior will develop a tight negative bond of offense with others when they are later offended with you so if you hear the person literally rehearsing being a victim in all their past relationships or this last relationship they're in i want you to back off they're literally sucking in uh, somebody to nurture their victimization but they will probably flip and be the bully pretty soon next one past relationships and they end in disaster and not amenable uh, amicable which means friendly not friendly so if you've broken up relationships and you've made sure you blew them up you're probably not safe Mm -hmm. (laughs) but if you can end a relationship maturely and you know you know i'm sorry that this just isn't healthy for me it's not working out so i'm going to back up get you know get some space here see what's best for me see if i can do some healing now you've ended amicable you've ended in a friendly manner that was mature Codependency is extremely high. And codependency means I'm not happy if you're not happy, and I'm responsible for your happiness. Self-destructive behaviors are common after breakup. Yeah, if you break up with me, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to I'm going to relapse. Uh, you know, if you're hearing this, it's just another manipulation. It's another form of control. Lack of cons- conscience. Conscience may be present. Yeah, they may not care who they're hurting along the way. Lying is common. Their mood swings quickly. They cut you off from your friends. They entangle themselves financially, getting you to co-sign loans, using your credit card for emergencies, convincing you to take out loans or student loans and sign a lease together. They want to cohabitate very quickly. In the relation, If the relationship is coming to an end, they blow up, bully you, or even threaten violence, then establish themselves as a victim and you are as the bully. 
so they can repeat the cycle with someone else and, of course, assume no responsibility for the fall okay. out. Yeah, so if they just broke off from a relationship and they're rehearsing old wounds, they didn't, they're not saying, oh, this is what I did, and this is what I did, and this is where I failed, and this is where I'm learning, and this is where I'm growing. Yeah, they're just being a victim. That This is not a safe person for you to develop a, a close relationship with. They may bully to back you down and then blame you or another. They triangulate others to pull or to push you into a corner to get their way. Mm-hmm. Boundaries threaten their sense of control and make them emotionally unstable. And then you get blamed for hurting them. Yeah, they flip your words and try to say you made promises to them when you were speaking future dreams and visions with conditions of a healthy relationship growth. A player may have cyclical, many cyclical relationship addiction patterns but be totally unaware of their behavioral toxicity. Yeah, this person's less their little sweethearts. They probably don't have the ability to change. (laughs) They've got a lot of behavioral toxicity, and this is just the way they roll. So if they have done this repetitively throughout their lifespan, um, you're not going to be their little fixer. They are insecure and always look to connect to somebody, someone to make them feel secure and safe. Then their dysfunctional behaviors emerge to control the relationship, but the insecurity is inside of them. So no matter how secure the relationship is, they will always feel insecure and likely sabotage the relationship to repeat new relationships with the same addictive patterns. If there is a choice between two partners, they will choose the weaker one that they can control. This player will talk about old wounds and past relationship failures and share problems for sympathy. If you listen to their words carefully, you will be able to identify their motives in the relationship. Often, they are very wounded and broken inside. The lie may be that if they find their perfect someone, that this lover will magically solve all their inner brokenness. The player has a load of emotional unresolved baggage. They always feel that half of themselves is missing. This is this is their individuality or identity that didn't get to form in adolescence. Yeah, so there's a lot of baggage here. So if the player recognizes or realizes you aren't fulfilling their empty half, they want to sabotage the relationship and make it your fault. They will argue or even rage and make it your fault so that they can leave looking full of self-pity as a victim, which will justify their continued self-destructive behaviors. They may become emotionally unstable, impulsive, or lack self-control. There may be so much chaos that you give them half of everything you own to get a divorce or regain your peace. They typically repeat their lies louder and louder and force you and others to believe them. This is usually extremely toxic to get out of. Players often believe their believe and rehearse many self-defeating prophecies. prophecies. The rug will always be pulled out from under me. Nothing I do will succeed. Yeah, so as you hear them rehearse this stuff, they are just literally repeating patterns. So if they bond securely and they start to heal, they will not know how to sustain a healthy relationship without significant insight into their old wounds, poor behavior patterns, and identification of their triggers and trauma wounds. They will need to intentionally learn to respond to difficulties with strength and character. So here are the eight behaviors of a player. Essential. Romantic, lots of kisses, words of affirmation, 
affection, validation, doting, caressing, caressing, excitement, sexual innuendos. Very present in the moment. Yeah. So the players list to work in recovery. They are hunters and need fuel for their ego. Hmm. They are bored with their current situation. They love themselves. They struggle with commitment. They obsess and have difficulty stopping. They have poor boundaries and them with themselves and others. They have an addictive personality. They have childhood trauma. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> are you dealing with the player? Number one. Verbally affection, Affec- aff- affectionate. Uses flattery and compliments. Number two. Notices little things about your appearance. Number three. Notices new clothes. Four. Easily communicate communicates their fast-growing feelings number five lusting after you obsessing i can't stop thinking about you yeah if somebody's telling you this back up number Talk, six talking sex enticing enticing you with little gifts flowers or active service and we're talking about someone who's doing this way too quickly number seven admiring you with their eyes eight Wanting to touch and hold you without commitment. Number nine. Listen to their words. Do they match their actions? I don't love you like that. I don't know you. I don't know what I want. Yeah, so if they're saying, I love you. No, I don't love you like that. I want you. No, I don't know if I want you or not. (laughs) You've got a lot of confusion that's coming. Number ten. Feeling guilt, shame, or some other conflict when they are with you. Feeling one thing and saying something else. Eleven. Backs you in a corner often, maneuvering to get you alone. Number twelve. Grabs you inappropriately. Thirteen. Ignores your boundaries, tells you how you feel. Number fourteen. Jealous and wants to control you. Fifteen. Tracks your location or movements. Where are you now? What? Where are you going? What are you doing? Who are you with? <laughs> oh, boy. 16. Past unstable relationships. 17. Blame others for past and current relationship failures. 18. Plays the victim and then, bull- then the bully. And then the bully and then the victim. So you can be a player and attract a player. A player is attracted to an empath who forgives easily and is vulnerable from past broken relationships and will not make and will make lots of excuses for poor behavior. An empath is easily sucked back in with a love bombing and a few hours of nurturing, and then the cycle of consuming and devaluing you starts again. If you have been trapped in a repetitive cycle of drama, learn the signals of a player and the reasons for infidelity. Stop wiping that slate clean with forgiveness and demand relationship addiction recovery. The truth of a player. A former player may be doing well in recovery and have goals and be establishing structure and safety in their life. They may be intentionally changing and growing until a new relationship starts. This new relationship becomes their source. If they do a focal focal shift shift from healing internally to controlling the new person, recovery will become Elusive. elusive quickly. This is a habitual pattern of stumbling and leads to self-sabotage which destroys everything good they just built yeah so uh if you've been in recovery and every time you get in recovery you think you're doing great and then you get in a relationship and you lose yourself and this cycle starts all over again i need you to stop doing relationships when they find somebody new the cling quick they cling they cling quickly the deception is that this new person will completely complete their identity and heal them but when reality doesn't meet with the fantasy of a happy relationship an old trauma or abandonment wound is easily triggered 
they give up on themselves and relapse with uh, infidelity. infidelity or other relationship destructive behaviors. So the inner core healing targets insecure and lacking confidence. This needs some healing, a broken internally and looking for someone to fix them. So these are the things you need to work through with your counselor and your groups. May have been molested as a child or have unresolved sexual trauma, multiple other childhood traumas, selfish or giving only for gain, their ways move and are not dependable. They are divided internally into multiple immature parts that need healing. They can't stop themselves and don't know their broken relationship patterns. They repeat toxic thinking patterns. They have no good boundaries with their emotions or thinking. They fake confidence. They develop a fake self. Often they compromise their core beliefs just to be accepted. They are emotionally broken and unavailable. They usually weren't nurtured as children and didn't have a safe place to develop this strong identity. Survival skills were essential in a toxic environment in childhood. Learn to identify instability within yourself and others. Identify your non-negotiable goals for a true lover. Let your identification of self-behavior motivate you to establish the groundwork for healthy relationships. Okay, so we're going to uh, identify sick behaviors. So a true dream lover will be emotionally available, faithful, present, and allow interdependence. So the principle is... True love is never dominance, control, or manipulation. Not. They're going to be happy to be with you. They're going to let you come and go. They're going to trust you. They're not going to be overly jealous. Uh, They're not going to be overly controlling. So in conclusion... If you know you are a player and you have hurt a dozen people and relapsed a dozen times, this is your pattern of suffering. Oh, my. (laughs) Keep going. Part of it isn't your fault. You never healed from past trauma and have developed deep and severe inner core wounds. Your recovery works your recovery work must be intense and with strong accountability accountability and with abstinence from any romantic relationships until you are much stronger. Yeah. Start learning how to develop friendships and not romantic relationships. Now, if you are repeatedly attract toxic dominance in relationships, you may be severely wounded and too eager for attention. Work on your connection to safe people in safe places with strong accountability. You are not allowed to date anyone you haven't known for at least 6 to 12 months and who doesn't have the approval of your accountability group. It is likely that you don't value yourself and don't know your worth. Observe the relationship patterns of potential partners. The lie is that there is only one opportunity for you to connect with your future partner or will lose the spontaneity, the magical connection, and your one true soulmate. Well, that's a lie. (laughs) That's true. If you're supposed to be with this person, it'll be all right. It can form slowly. If this person begins... If this person belongs to you, they won't be distracted with a new relationship several times a year. They will be working on their own maturity and waiting patiently for the right person to come along. They will treat you with respect and wait for you to be ready to begin a friendship. Develop a Development of a friendship over a period of three to six months is healthy and established trust. This would give you lots of space to determine if the person is suitable is a suitable match for your personality. 
So remember, casual sex is dangerous with long-term consequences and no control of who will get hurt or the outcome. You may end up with children by this person or marry a person because of a sexual connection that you never really liked just because you don't want to hurt their feelings or because you haven't dealt with your rescuer mentality. Premature sexual connection early in a relationship interrupts secure connection and develops fear bonds and not secure trust bonds. When you become interested in someone, ask yourself, would I want this person in my life for the next 50 years? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) Would I want to marry this person? If the answer is no, then for goodness sakes, don't go on a date with him. (laughs) That's a good rule. <laughs> Just don't do it. Immaturity creates impulsivity and ends with a lifetime of consequences for poor decisions. Lord, open my eyes to discern what is good for me. Help me to slow down enough that I may hear your direction. Let me see your warnings clearly. Help me to pause when I am confused or anxious. And then give me the power to make the best decision for my future. Give me the self-control to make wise, healthy, and mature choices. Help me to acknowledge my past relationship failures and identify the healing work I need to do. Amen. 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 We love you. Bye-bye.